Hey everyone, and happy second week of Advent. Uh, throughout the weeks of Advent, we've been exploring these four gifts that Christ brought into the world as we await his birth on Christmas. Um, the last week, we explored the theme of hope, and this week, we're going to talk about his gift of love. And Jesus didn't wrap up his gift of love in a nice present and then give that to John to distribute like loaves and fish. No, instead, he his gift of love his gift was his example of love and said, truly, this is how God wants us to love one another. And this was radical at the time because the people in power, the Pharisees, were pretty sure they knew what loving God looked like. And it looked a lot different than what Jesus was teaching. It was written into all of their sacred laws and traditions. And with their laws and traditions, they could love their people through protecting others from sin. The Pharisees, the ones who brought Jesus to the cross, believed that you love your neighbor by warning them of when their sins are making God angry, warning them with brutal punishment. And these Pharisees wrongly believed you love your neighbor by protecting your neighbor from sin. And, the, and to the Pharisees, that looked like setting up laws and strictly enforcing those laws. But those laws were constricting to people and would not let those who were struggling or who were put in difficult situations to thrive and grow. Often this would happen when Jesus was uh, with his disciples and they were working on the Sabbath or they were caring for the disabled or they were inviting poor people into the meal. The Pharisees thought that this was, this was not loving God. They thought that this was actually making you unclean or unholy and that made God angry. But Jesus knew that God is slow to anger and abounding with steadfast love. And so he showed this new and righteous way to love um, that God truly wants. One that is not set in laws and traditions, but is based on people. Loving, no, loving people no matter their background or their struggles, actually supporting them in their background and struggles. And so I brought this aloe plant to help me kind of differentiate between these two types of love. And if I were to love this aloe plant like the Pharisees loved, or I would want to protect it from any wrongdoing. I would want to make sure that it abides by the standards that I set. Maybe I only want it to grow this big. Uh, maybe I don't want it to converse with unhealthy plants um, for it could make it unclean. Or maybe this aloe plant, um, this aloe plant actually produces a good amount of medicine. And so maybe I don't want it communing with plants that can't provide as much like medicine. All in all, the best way for me to love this plant like the Pharisees would love would be, would be basically to go like this. And now this is, it's protected from harm. Um, I can put the pot right over it and it protects it with communing with unhealthy plants. It can protect it from um, communing with plants that can't provide as much like medicine. And it also doesn't allow the plant to grow any bigger than how I would like it to grow. Now, you might just think that this is no good. This is, there's no light for the plant. The plant can't grow, that's not healthy. Uh, plus pollinators like butterflies and bees um, that help bring it nutrients from other plants. Can't find it because it's under this, under this pot. Thankfully, thankfully, Jesus gives us this gift of this new love. And if I were to love the aloe plant with a Christ-like love, I would want it to be able to commune, commune with all creation. I'd want it to give it the opportunity to throw, even though maybe, yeah, it could do wrong. But that's part 
of the love, my love for this plant, as Christ teaches us, is forgiveness. Is part part of it is forgiveness. So, if I were to love this plant in a more Christ-like way, it might look a little bit more like this. Like that. And you might notice that it looks a little bit more vulnerable than when I was protecting it like before. But such a big part of Christ's love is trust. And just like when I would love people, my love shouldn't shield them but rather give them the chance to thrive. And yes, they may fail, but that's okay. People fall, but I trust them that they are incredible individuals that can grow from their failures. Plus, I will love them by being there for them when they fall to help them back up. And for this little plant that might look like watering it or giving it some fresh compost. Now, Jesus' gift uh, Jesus gives us this gift of this new love that does not focus on loving God through protection and through laws and traditions, but rather loving God through people, uplifting them and supporting them to be who they are and if they fall to, uh, and if they fall to be there for the healing process, to give them the chance to thrive as themselves and to experience the world at its fullest, even if it may knock them down. And now it is important to understand that the Pharisees, the way the love that the Pharisees practiced is not dead. Um, even in the Christian, even in the Christian world, uh, love can be confused with protecting or shielding. People in the name of Christ may set into laws that infringe on or transgress people's personal freedoms. And for this plant that might look like when I had the pot over it. Uh, but it's, sometimes it's hard to tell which love is which. That is, um, that is when we're able to turn to the example that Christ showed of love during this season of Advent, this season of waiting and expectation. We remember the gifts that he brought into the world. And the gift of love he reveals to us is one that is supportive, it is uh, accepting, it is welcoming, and it is forgiving of all people. So that's, that's all for today. Thank you for joining me and take care. Have a great week.